Hey there, this is Jeff Finley, and this is the Maker Mistaker podcast. Today on the podcast, it's going to be a short one. Um, it's been a fast week this week, and I don't have a ton of stuff to talk about, but I just want to give you an update on what I've been dealing with this week and where my personal growth is at and some of the takeaways. And so this week, and as well as the past week, it's been about rest and relaxation here at my parents' house as I come back from my road trip and I'm taking it easy. And one of the things I've been noticing is that I'm still restless. I'm just this desire to explore the world, this wanderlust, this motivation to travel is still within me and it doesn't, it's not quitting. So I am getting a little restless. I want to get out and travel again. What's holding me back right now is I have a couple things I need to take care of while I'm here in town that I had to wait for. And so that's going to be wrapped up soon. Some stuff dealing with taxes, some stuff dealing with my divorce, some of the people that are here in Cleveland that I need to talk to. But after that, I think I'm going to hit the road again and see where I'm going to go. I've actually was just offered a place to stay in Asheville, North Carolina, which is kind of cool because one of my desires is to be, is to not settle down in any location for too long. I don't, I definitely don't want to go sign a one year lease any, in any city. I want to have extended stays in different cities. So for example, I want to stay in Portland. Maybe I'll stay there for a month or three and so, or whatever city, but the, but just today I was given a chance to have an offer from someone who's like, Hey, you can stay with me. You know, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll consider that. So it might be something I I'm going to be doing soon. This past week, I've been kind of obsessed with the dating world right now. Um, this is, so this is kind of embarrassing for me to talk about. I don't know why it's embarrassing for me to talk about, but it's like, it's very, it's private and I'm on the edge of my comfort zone sharing this stuff. And I'm not sure how much I should share. I don't want to get in trouble by sharing too many details, especially with people who I may have been with that listen to this podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, some things I'm going to keep private. Some things I believe are not meant to be shared. What I want to do is I'll give you a general overview and relate it to how it's helping me grow as a person and grow into more of my authentic truth. Some of these experiences I had, I had a couple of dates this week and since the last podcast, and they both went really well. And I had just one of them was just a really, really, really great connection, like a lot of chemistry. And I felt really good about it. But it's complicated because our life paths aren't necessarily on the same track. You know, she's committed to living in a city for a few more years. Um, I am I'm committed to traveling and exploring the country and also being a free spirit, you know, like I just got out of a 12 year relationship and I'm still finding out what's true for me, who I am authentically as a, as a single person, as my own person, my own authority. And, but so I'm trying to reconcile that with my desire for love, companionship and connection. And that's a tough thing because I don't know where the happy medium lies because when I have a great connection with somebody, I naturally want to see them again and again and see where it goes. Not necessarily to form a long-term relationship, but to build that intimacy. I love getting deeper with someone and establishing a stronger bond, a companionship, and also a sense of of just friendship and just a deepening trust and all those great things and enjoying the physical experience of being together with them. But you can't really do that when you're traveling on a cross-country road trip and, you know, someone else is stationary. And 
so I'm trying to reconcile what my, where my truth is in that. And I'm feeling, here's a great analogy. Like imagine a horse has been inside its uh, fenced area for most of its life. And then once he realizes that there's mortal life outside this fence, he's, it's like exciting and exhilarating. And you just want to buck and jump and play and run as fast as you can and feel the wind on, you know, in your face as you're running and it's like you're going so far out and that's kind of what it feels like to me like my sexuality has been kind of turned off for a long time and now that i'm finally paying attention to it it's like whoa hello this is you're here and this is intense it wants to come out and play and so i'm like trying to deal with that in a safe way that's healthy for me and for anybody i'm with um some of the folks I've talked to about this, you know, are giving me this analogy of like the pendulum swinging all the way to one side. You know, if it's held back for too long on one side, it's naturally going to swing all the way to the other side to some to the other extreme. But eventually it'll settle down into a center, into the middle. And I am enjoying finding my center right now. What is true for me? So I am feeling called to go out and have experiences that are a little outside my comfort zone and stretching my boundaries of what I think is possible for myself. And sometimes that's pretty scary, you know, like, like going on a date with someone that you might not be like your perfect type. What would that be like? I mean, those are fun, but emotions get involved. And I believe that everyone is in your life for a reason. So if perhaps if, if you get a date with somebody, it's not just a random encounter. It's a, a meeting of two souls coming together for that purpose and who knows what that purpose is until you get into the moment and listen to what your heart and your intuition is telling you and where to go and that's that's a beautiful thing and, and i've been trying to pay attention to that rather than trying to force some sort of agenda where i am trying to like achieve something and i've made that mistake and and quickly learned that my intuition is does not does not play well with that it's like well here's my assumption of what i want to do and how i want the dates to go but like when you get actually in the moment, things are different. It's like you're getting into a different car that drives a different speed. And it's like, okay, this is interesting. This is different. And you want to find, I want to find where my truth is in those moments. And it helps me discover who I am as a person. And one thing that's true with this dating stuff is it's exhausting. It's the way that the dating apps work, like OkCupid, Tinder, whatever else that's out there. It's that they're engineered to make you addicted to them like any other social media application. So you do, it's easy to get addicted to them. And I haven't paid for anything yet and I don't really intend to. And I'm only doing this because it's fun and it's a new experience for me and I've never even got a chance to explore this way. So I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to just try it out and see what happens. But for men, I find this is pretty common. They can invest a ton of time in it and not get hardly any response back. And on the other hand, women seem like they've got to wade through a whole bunch of crap to find the gems. But for both sexes, it's it's just exhausting. People are want love and connection and companionship and friendship, but there's so much options available that it's almost like there's always someone better out there. There's always, you know, what's the next date going to be like? And, you know, you get back from one and you, you kind of want to go on another and see what else is out there. It's it's the way that they that they create this environment for dating is is quite interesting and I'm trying to reconcile that with where I feel my truth is. But for me right now, it's just a way to explore my comfort zone and learn who I am. And, and I, I do want to have great connections with, with women, but my desire to travel is going to trump that 
I'm going to have to go out there and, and I'm going to leave town and I'm going to not be able to have any consistent relationships here in, in my hometown here. But we'll see if, if any relationship is meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, if it's meant to be long-term, it'll be long-term in, in its own way. So, but what I'm learning is I have to love myself more than anything, first and foremost, and give myself that credit and to take care of myself and what my needs are. And, and if my need wants to travel and explore and my inner child wants to come out and do that, then I, that's, the, that's what I have to do. And then people will enter my life in various ways of support to kind of mirror who I am and my state of being like things that I need to work on will be reflected back to me in the, the dates that I have and the mirrors that are the, the, the people that enter my life. So that's one of the things that I, for my personal growth is everyone in your life has a mirror they reflect back to you your positives and negatives essentially they will trigger you your insecurities and your fears and your and where your comfort zone is you know and i i want to get into a relationship where both partners can do that safely and to recognize that they are mirrors for each other the only person that you're never going to lose is yourself you're you're born alone you die alone you have a life that's and everyone else is here in your life to help support your growth and we are here for each other to experience love and connection and companionship. But ultimately, all relationships are temporary. You know, they come and they go and they have their peaks and their valleys and they, they have their own specific meanings, I think, for your life. So it's, it's hard to, to kind of get out of this old paradigm of attachment and wanting to hold on to a person and be with them and to keep them. You know, like if you've got a great connection with somebody, you're like, I don't want to lose them. So maybe I should sacrifice all of my other desires so I don't lose them. But we see the problem in that, you know, I don't, I don't believe you need to sacrifice who you are to maintain this sense of love and connection that you have with another person. I don't think a relationship should be like that. Relationships should support each other's natural desires and freedom. And that's something that I'm, I'm bumping up against the edge of my comfort zone there too. And, and like what freedom means to me and how that relates to relationships, it gets pretty uncomfortable because I just took a life path test and, you know, a numerology report. I'm a life path number five. If you enter in your birth date, um, it'll tell you what your life path is, which is a description of your like life purpose and what is your organic nature. And mine is all about freedom and exploration and variety. And, you know, <laughs> that that's so true um, for me right now. And how do you reconcile that with the relationships that you want? And you want companionship and consistency, security and stability, but you also want variety and freedom. Well, okay, that's something I'm going to have to figure out. <laughs> so what are some takeaways here on this podcast? Um, one thing I want to let you know, you can put out the intention that you want to be open to receive whatever your desire is. So I want to experience a partner who supports my personal growth that's also okay with me being a free spirit and traveling the country. I want to experience a relationship that makes me feel fulfilled, loved and and connected with the divine and with my own spirit. What does that look like? I don't even know what that looks like, but I trust that like I'll be presented with a partner in my life that will be that, that will help me experience that. And then recognizing when that person shows up in your life, maybe you want to learn more about a certain area and you need a teacher. So put the intention out there that you want a teacher and see what shows up. It may show up in the form of a person, an actual teacher, a friend, a pet, or a book, whatever it is. You don't know. But I like this idea of playing and putting that intention out there and say, I'm open to receive 
boom, and assuming that it's going to be done and watch for it, see what happens. But don't be attached to the outcome. When I think our minds get activated and we try to create the outcome because of what we think we need, that's where things get into trouble. I think we want to like recognize the feeling that we're after, the state of being, and open to receive more of that and say, yes, please, yes, please, give me more of that. I like that. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. No thanks to those. I'm going to continue to navigate my ship on the areas of the, the things that I do like and tweak and tweak and tweak along the way because you're the creator of your life. So this is how it works. And be grateful for every experience that you have because it's all temporary anyway and you can't be attached to it. So if you've got a great connection with a human one night, one weekend, and it's amazing, show gratitude and feel that gratitude because you never know it might not happen again with that person. Or I know that you can say, yes, please, I want more of this in my life, but be open to it because everything is temporary and everything is here for you rather than happening to you. And the other takeaway is everything is a mirror reflecting back who you are, your state of being. They'll help you find your triggers. They'll help you find your insecurities. You can't sit there and blame everyone else for your problems because you're actually not a victim. You are creating from the perspective that you are the creator of your life and you're not just a victim of circumstance floating through this world that, you know, kind of sucks sometimes and is good sometimes to you. But no, these the challenges that you face are here to help you become more of who you are, become more of your authentic truth. If you keep finding relationships that have that you keep that keep triggering your lack of trust in a partner, for example, figure out where you don't trust yourself. If you keep finding yourself in relationships where you're being um, rejected or shamed or abused, figure out where you reject or shame yourself inside. Change that and you'll see that your reality will change. The people that come into your life will change. So the more you love yourself, the more you will find partners that show you what that love is. You're the only person in your life that you're never going to lose. And because of that, you can, you're the only person in your life that can give you exactly what you need and to know exactly what you need. So spend some time by yourself and to, to really feel into that. What is it that you do need? What is it that you desire? Look at the people around you that are making you frustrated. What desire is it creating in you that you want to change? You know, what is it that you want? And so look at everything in your life as a mirror to what you want and what you don't want and then stepping into your power so you can create that. All right. Well, that's it for this week. I think, um, yeah, it was a short week today. I'm th thank you again for listening to my story and to my journey. And feel free to email me, jeff at makermistaker.com. Get in touch with me. Tell me your story. And um, perhaps we'll include something, ask a question, and I'll answer it in this podcast. Until then, I'll see you next week.